What's going on, everybody? Should be uh, in charge here for the Dragon Ball Legends podcast episode 22. Just quick audio check. Make sure you can hear me and Palm and everybody else that's here. And I'll let Palm take the floor. Thanks, Nas. And yeah, welcome everybody to Dragon Ball Legends podcast episode 22. Yeah, 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 yeah. Square. Because, well, you know, second <laughs> kid and stuff. Um, before we start, as always, make sure to check out all our other social media if you're interested on staying up to date on Twitter, YouTube, and so on by typing exclamation mark link tree in the chat. Uh, today, we have uh, two newcomers. But first off, uh, we're going to introduce the regulars, and those are the homie Goresh. Hello. <laughs> you already heard Nazarachi. Sup? We got our hybrid professor. Hello. And our legendary commentator, not just Super Saiyan 3, Ryudin. <laughs> yes, I get a new title. Hello, everyone. Exactly. I was, I was waiting for that one. And um, with that said, I would like to hand it over to Azdeek and then Sherwood to just introduce yourselves as uh, our two newest additions to the team. What's up, guys? Extremely grateful to be here. I am. Uh, my name's Azdeek. I am a free-to-play player, so you know I'm probably going to go ahead and base my whole personality off of being free-to-play. By the way, like me. <laughs> and then go okay. ahead and hop. <laughs> Sorry, just like cut you off right there. Uh, hey guys, um, my name's Sherwood, uh, first name's Red, uh, call me either or, doesn't really matter. Um, I run a Smash Brothers channel, and I've been in the content creation scene for the last seven years, and I wanted to thank 5.9 Gaming for having me on. A little bit nervous, but hope I do well, and I can only see this as a good opportunity to uh, merge myself into the legend scene a little bit. Welcome! New blood. Thank you. Exactly. And um, yeah, with that said, our topics today are, of course, the step up banner, the new units, the Buhan uh, and the event, the raid, and we're going to have a look at the video and stuff that is dropping on Tuesday. And with that said, as a first topic for the free to play, by the way, Azdeek, what is your perspective on the new step up banner we got last Wednesday? All right, so obviously, when, when we think about the step ups, Right, as of right now, the first thing that you have to do is basically praise the new ticket system, right? Everyone kind of is a big fan of the new ticket system. Obviously, that's that's not true. It, it's really bad. I don't know if you guys have seen the um, the the clip of Rhyme Style going around on Reddit where he he's doing like the multi from the tickets and he doesn't get a single featured character and it's just it just looks so painful and I I, I don't know. It's just it just doesn't sit right with me, especially from me being like a free to play player. I just can't find too much value out of it. I'm not gonna lie to you guys. Like I am extreme like i want ui goku so bad like i've been I, i've wanted ui goku since he released i think i spent like over like i think like 30k free to play crystals on ui goku and i i, I just couldn't pull him so when when he came back on this banner obviously i had to go in there and i, I still couldn't pull him i'm not gonna lie. i got shafted and I, I just find it really difficult at this point in time for me to go ahead and just I can't justify going back in on this banner. I think there's some good stuff going on here. I know a lot of people are having a ton of fun with Kid Buu, but <laughs> when I go and I feel like you need, really need the teams here, like um, I just don't have a good regeneration team. I don't really have the resources or Chrono Crystals needed to go ahead and build up a pretty stacked regeneration team. Um, that that being said, I think this is a pretty good banner for Saiyans though. Like you have Majin Vegeta on there who has a good um, Saiyan Z ability if you can star him up. You have the the new support Vegeta who's basically kind of like the the scuffed Vados, right? Uh, I think that's pretty much like the general consensus. He's not as good as Vados, but he, he's he's nice. And then you have the UI Goku, of course, who is just that that's who I just long for. That's who I want the most. 
Yeah, I think the main thing with this banner is when you compare this banner to something like the, the Future Gohan one that just left, the Future Gohan one more directly was like leaning towards one team. So Future, obviously, mm -hmm. you had Green Goku Black, you had the Future Gohan himself, you had Vegito Blue, you had Red Cell, you had Merge Zamasu, you had Yellow Trunks. Like all these units are all part of the Future team. Whereas this banner, Cell's Future Regen, Kid Buu himself is Regen. Vegeta is like Saiyans and Vegeta family. Turles is movies, and then Chop and Vados are God Key. So nobody's it's more mentioning so spread this yet, out. but you could totally get Kid Buu to work great on a powerful opponent team. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, yeah of yeah. course, but I'm just saying, like okay, this yeah. banner is not as focused on one team as the Future Gohan banner was. So if you're mm -hmm. specifically looking to just bolster one team, it's going to be a lot harder to do that on this banner, but. On the other hand, like a lot of these characters on this banner are actually really good. Like Red Cell obviously is really good. Shampa and Vados are both really good. The Vegeta is solid. So I mean, the the actual featured list of characters is good. It's just spread out. And then obviously Yellow freezes on LOE and and um, powerful opponents. So yeah, yeah, I think that the the banner itself, when you're summoning on it with Chrono Crystals, is pretty decent in terms of what you end up with. But they should. I don't know what they need to narrow the pool of units on the ticket so it's not like every yeah, unit dude. in the game. Like maybe it should just be like the actual new and featured units, and then maybe like the top four to five, six from this list on screen, and then cut out all these other older bullcrap ones, right? Like mm -hmm. I don't know. That would make those tickets a lot more valuable. I also never did the try and surpass me event because I didn't summon on Yamcha or um, launch. What did these gold tickets end up getting you? A free single summon? A free multi? Yeah, like... those just turned into a single guaranteed sparking ticket. Mm -hmm. oh, okay. Well, yeah. that's an L so for I'm... me. I'm curious, did, you, any, did any of you guys pull anything like good off of those tickets? Because I didn't pull a single featured character off the tickets from all the suns uh, that I did. Absolutely not. I nope. got old unfeatured units on every single one. Mm -hmm. I think I put about six, eight tickets in. I think the only good thing I got was the green transforming Goku Black, but he's honestly, everywhere man, at this like point. he's everywhere at this point. He was like red six put into the limbo state. So honestly, man, just like uh, uh, as said before, it's just these tickets. Like even from like a free to play standpoint, it's just I wish like if a free to play player is saying that like these tickets aren't worth it, I really think that stands out and. Obviously, like, what I would want, personally, is maybe, maybe this does help people that are brand new to the game, you know, getting a bunch of new units and, like, being able to, like, form a team, right, like, have a base, but what about having, maybe bringing the idea of maybe an alternative, like, if you saved up enough tickets, you could do the old system again, where you had higher rates at only featured units, you know, or, like, the 1% units. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I mean, I'm all for any change that changes the way the tickets are structured. They, the tickets have been pretty much, like, on a decreasing value from good to bad ever since the LF Super Saiyan 2 Gohan banner came out. Like, because his were great. Like, the tickets, there was only the featured units, and you had, like, a what, like a 20% chance on the tickets to pull Gohan, like, LL. Ever since then, it's been all downhill. Absolutely. Yeah, even the 5% uh, were better that we had on UI Goku before you know, they switched it completely to Gogeta Blue and Broly. 
But yeah, I agree with what people said is that this banner is a little bit all over the place. And I remember when I streamed, uh, uh, when I was summoning on the subathon for 5-9, I got all the LFs except for the new one, which is of course just a little bit of bad luck. But um, I yeah, think, all in I all... Think, I was just going to say, I think the, the most demoralizing thing about the ticket banner is not so much like the actual value of the tickets, but more so the pool of units that's available because it's actually really small. So a lot of times you find yourself doing a multi and you end up pulling like the same unit like three, four, five times. Mm. And it's just, this okay. is not fun. Yeah, like I don't, I don't know why they yeah, do dude. that. They should just, what they should do is they should just put every unit in the game in that pool and it's just like more random, but then boost the rates of the newer, like the, of the Vegeta and the Kid Boo with those tickets. That's all they gotta do. Exactly. Mm -hmm. Yeah, the, I think the, the only criticism of the tickets that I have is that there's no increased rates, even if it was just double. It would feel more satisfying, but yeah, you just get random crap every time you summon on it. Yeah, those tickets are basically the reason why this game doesn't have a pity system. Like they get a, get away with it with that. Like that's their version of pity in this game, and it stinks when you get your quote unquote pity, and then you always just get bent over by it. You get the boot tanks, and then your only other consolation pity is like, uh, oh, go buy, uh, you know. Uh, LF Goten from the exchange shop on a thousand tickets. Like, okay. Thanks. What happened to those packs they used to sell? It's like 20, 25 bucks, something like that. You got 600 Z power over the latest uh, unit. And... They did that with uh, that Super ended, Saiyan 2, right? That, uh, ended, that ended after year one. Like, they didn't do that again after year one. Yeah. Like the... Is there a reason that they don't do it anymore? Well, you can uh, just buy the character and probably don't have to summon if you, do, if you just want yeah, to Yeah, probably to encourage more people to summon, but also <clears throat> they only did that on Ultra Space Time summons, which are, are not existent in the game anymore at this point also. True. I mean, I guess they mm -hmm. kind of replaced it with those missions for the All-Star banners, but you still have to pull the unit first, and if you are super unlucky, then those missions don't help you. Yeah, well, they're wonderful if, if you do get the unit, but yeah, right. I... A guaranteed path to getting a unit. I mean, if, especially if it's a non-LF, should exist. I agree. Yeah. Even if you're Either just expanding those Legends tickets and they cost an obscene amount. It would just be nice, because like, we've thrown out the idea of them just giving a zero star of every new unit to everyone, just so you could at least play with them and then someone to power it up. If that's not fiscally like an option for them they could at least do something where you could buy every unit at zero stars and then have to summon to power them up like oh you just want the vegeta now get him for 10 bucks oh you want the zero star ll kid boo get him for 20 bucks boom right there and then from there well if you want more than zero stars you better start summoning then they make money and everybody could be potentially happy besides 100 percent free-to-play players I feel like if we did that, yeah. though, they right, wouldn't want to summon on the banner to power them up. I feel like they would just want to do Z powers, right? Uh, to power them up, to save the crystals, like if they were free to right. play. But, but then again, they wouldn't be free to play if they bought the pack, I guess. Maybe they could get around that by just releasing more Z powers that are restricted to three stars and up, right? So you buy the unit at zero stars, you have to at least summon to get them to three, and then you can start mm. offloading multi-Z yeah. power in them. I mean, I mean, it's already a pain to get a sparking from two to four star, and only then does it get a little bit easier because you have, you know, from PvP, or for example, if you get those 200 Z power, it's also five stars and up. From the guild shop, it's I think four stars and up, um, except if you get the 50 Z power. The, the 50 where it's so, anything. 
Yeah, all you get is the Sparking Metal Shop, which is limited to like what, like nine a week if you get uh, if you do the Happy Weekend Summon or ten a week, and and that's the only 100 Z powers you can get. So like 100 per week. That's going to be painfully slow, especially if you want to do that to more than one unit at a time. Okay, if it's a zero star unit, that's like six weeks before you get them to one star. <laughs> <laughs> what What are the ones in the in the guild yeah, shop? Dude. I, I know like they're so pricey in the guild shop. Uh, what's the star requirement on those Z powers? Those ones only give. Yeah. Those ones only give like ten Z power though. Thirty. They give yeah. like thirty. Okay, yeah. And you can it's buy only fifteen. It. Yeah. So I think that the path to getting a, a unit guaranteed would be great if they would just sell the units at zero star, just so that you could have them in your roster and like play with your friends in LBR mode or whatever. And then if you were competitive, you can start shelling out money. And, and even then, if they don't want to sell the Legends Limited units, period, but sell like all the just regular sparkings at, you know, 10 bucks, get them at zero stars, but you still have to summon if you want the limited unit, all right, whatever, that's better than nothing. Yeah. Okay, so I think I think it's time to talk about the actual units. And of course, we're going to start it off with the LF Kid Boo. And uh, yeah, I would like to start off with Goresh. What are your thoughts on this unit? I actually really love this unit a lot, um, and I feel like people are like, oh yeah, they say, this, they say this about every new unit, but like honestly, I haven't really felt this way about a unit since UI Goku. And before UI Goku, I really didn't have like a like a most fun unit to use. But like this guy feels like a unit that if you know what you're doing with him and you know how to manipulate his green card and like stuff like that, he's really really good. And I think obviously like like I just mentioned, the main thing about is his green card. I remember looking at this for the first time, and I was like, what like, What did they do? <laughs> what did they do with this green card? 15% healing, 60% vanish engage restoration, 30% damage inflicted, cancels attribute downgrades, card draw speed, by the way, which is stackable. So if you have him on a team where you can draw multiple green cards over and over again, or you just switch into him with a green card in your hand already, he has a way to draw a green card by making the enemy switch. So you can like basically guarantee that he has two green cards coming in, and that's essentially going to let you restore your Vanish meter twice. So if you're good enough with him and you know how to manipulate that Vanish aspect of his kit, like he's ridiculous. And then obviously his kit also feeds into that more where once you Vanish and attack, you get Vanish engage recovery. And then the same thing, you draw cards when you Vanish. It's like it's just a constant machine that feeds into itself. And it kind of reminds me a little bit of the LF Broly. Um, but to me, this guy is just more fun to me than Broly. I mean... Yeah, it's because just, I don't know. Unlike Broly, he has this one other thing that you didn't mention, where <laughs> every four ticks he just gets thirty yeah. key. <laughs> it's just like yep. here you go, here you go, here you go, here you go. Mm. Like yeah, that's yeah. actually something that's cool too, because it makes you pay attention to like, okay, when did I switch him in? You know, when is the key gonna regenerate for me? Like, when is like you have to keep in mind like, okay, every four counts. So you have to be looking at the timer when you're using him to you know figure out when you're gonna get the key back. Yeah, but not only that, like you said, if you combine that with his green card and ability to vanish, you could, like, leave him on the field longer than any other character in the game at this point. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I've had fights where I literally just used him, and that's it. Like, I sold the team with him. I love how his green wow. card... So would you say Zenkai level? Yeah, I mean, well, there's different tiers of Zenkai units. If you're comparing him to, like, yeah. 18, I would probably say no, or Gohan. But, like, you know, he's he's up there. His I mean, green card is also an Easter egg for our stream because it's called nap time. So if anyone remembers the nap time, add, you know, bonus Easter egg points for you guys. Oh, oh geez, we'll remember. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but I think also it's just in terms of 
being a bit unique with his kit is just so much fun because you know not I think he's the first unit to gradually get that key back every you know every four counts. Yeah. Then it, you it, have it's the, permanent. Yeah. So you basically just Crazy. leave him any if or is he, if he's the last man standing and you have for some reason you have the Bora or Whis on your team um, just to get additional green cards and they die. I think it has it's three times that he restores vanish right. So you can still kind no, of it's do four it. I think. Four oh, times. Damn. Yeah, you can do an, a, a definitely a, a decent uh, last man standing with him as well. I think that's really fun. And I, yeah, I, I replaced Android 21. I didn't think I would, but I, I like him better. He's just more fun, even uh, at three stars. And Android yeah. 21 uh, is maxed star out. Count. What star is this kid, boo? Three? Yeah. Three stars and uh, 21 is maxed. Yeah, it's... They fulfill different roles, right? 21 is more of a support sporting role. Um, and then Kidbu obviously is just like a one-man army role. Um, it's yeah. hard to compare them. Uh, 21 comes in, the biggest asset that she has is her key on switch out, and the fact that she provides uh, the card draw speed. That, like, lets you just stall for so long. Um, but Kidbu on the other hand can also stall just by being Vanish God, right? Yep. So, I mean, they do have different roles, but I don't know. I feel like it's up to you at the end of the day which, uh, which one you want to use. I mean, you have to play, if you want to play one blue unit only, then you have to play one of them, right? So you need to kind of weigh again the playstyle and the kit against each other. Yep. I mean, yeah, if if you're running DKP, DKP in 21 is just so incredibly potent. You get yep. it's an extra four Dragon Balls for the fight that's almost guaranteeing a second Rising Rush. Um, but as chat's saying, and as I agree, 21's kit isn't exciting. It's pretty much one of the old generation's vanilla kits. Green card just kind of gives you an extra green card. I, the the kit boo is, is a bit of fun. Now, I haven't had too too much success with him, but and he just kind of gets rushed. And I, I fight with Broly, but they, they kind of have the same kind of feeling where if you get the ball rolling, you really just feel like you're controlling the fight. And yeah. no other unit really offers that. And uh, Goresh brought up UI it, it, besides these three. You know, I, I get kind of that feeling with Gogeta sometimes, but yeah, the, this Kid Boo is super fun. And especially if you're powerful opponents, I think that's where his home is going to be in the future when they start getting some Zenkais. The big thing about uh, the 21 DKP combo as well is that she provides Kian Switch out and DKP gets Kian Switch in. So if you have like a decent amount of cards in your hand, you're going to be able to just use them all immediately. And then also DKP has card draw speed, so you can use the key that you get more efficiently too. And if DKP has a green card, he just gets a new hand. Yep. Yeah. So I, that that combo, I, I, I've said it a few times on my stream, but I, I think, you know, Boo DKP 21 is probably like the most intimidating team I can run into on ranked right now. I mean, that, that they just control everything. I hate them so much. I like how there was a poll in chat and it ended with the consensus, LF Kid Boo equals good. <laughs> it's me. I mean, Basically. not wrong. Yeah. Raiden, what are your thoughts on him? Well, I, I was just going to say, like, I think he's a good unit, but I was going to uh, bring up the fact that I just really like what they're doing with all these new LFs and that they have just one little unique thing about them. Like with the Kid Boo, the healing of 30 key every X timer counts in his green card, and then UI with the unique vanish, Broly the punish on you playing defensively. Like, every single character has some unique little extra Holy that crap. I enjoy. It's like a little bit of extra effort into their design. I really, really like it. Like Kid Boo's kit is just so well thought out. You know, your opponent plays defensively. Well, you know, the, the fact that you get your green card and additional vanish and he just stays there even longer on the field, it's 
like Garesh said, he could be a one-man army. The potential to be that is just because they designed these kits really well. Your Zenkai Piccolo just one-shot at a full health Jiren. That's ridiculous. Yep. 14 star power. <laughs> yeah, like we're seeing in the footage right here, he just switched out to another character and your boo got another green card and you can basically get back to full vanish, which I think is what you do right here, which is just so crazy to me. Look at that. He probably didn't even yeah. anticipate this and then you're like, goodbye. Yeah. Yeah, there, you caught him off guard and you got priority again. Just the ability to do that is so damn good. I like this uniqueness to each one of these LFs. Like, even with future Gohan, his was all about sealing and oppressing you. Like, during the League and stuff, we saw how good that is with the green Broly. Blue cards and green cards both got sealed. You basically shut down a unit's entire kit. Oh, yeah, no, that that's my favorite thing right now is uh, Namagoka. Just tap your, uh, tap your main ability suddenly just a normal unit yeah i love it i i love that because your opponent sometimes gets caught off guard they're like i have this ace in my sleeve and then you press the main you're like no you don't and then they <laughs> die whoops yeah that's yeah. great i really like the design of these characters so far it just feels like lfs although it it is a little bit unfortunate that they're more frequent it does feel like there's they're putting this little extra effort into their overall design it's not just you know, oh, Unga Bunga, I'm going to hit you harder. It's more like they have something unique about them, which I like. There's a little bit more thought and care put <clears> into them. Yeah, I, that's that's the little footnote that I was going to add. Is just I hope they continue to do this where instead of just directly power creeping characters into oblivion, it would be nice if the overall power level range and like, you know, offensive power remains pretty consistent to what it is now. But they experiment with characters that just have like wildly different uses in gameplay. Like this Kid Buu, like basically I'll illustrate it how much different this Kid Buu is from the Zenkai Base 21, but they fill the same role on a lot of teams other than androids, right? So it's good that they have wildly different playstyles, and I hope they keep encouraging that opposed to just outright offensive power just continuing to scale up and up and up and up and up. Yeah, one thing I hope everyone noticed is every time we have a podcast where there's a new LF, the one statement that keeps coming up is if you're a player that knows what you're doing well, this guy can be a one-man army kind of thing. Like us praising that in the good in the hands of a very good player, this guy could topple all others is an indication of a well-designed kid. Like we say that about UI, we say that about Broly, we say this about the kid boo. I, I think that just goes to say like they're putting more effort in their overall design. Mm -hmm. And something that I also really appreciate uh, with the LFs that have came out recently is that you don't need to get them to 3 star to get that double buff for their Z ability. I really appreciate that as well. So like, if you're a free to play player and like you throw a thousand crystals or 500 for step 1 and you get really lucky on the first one, you know, you don't even have to really go in again, like you got that, that double buff. Uh, that's true. You know yep. what, speaking of that, I wonder if all future villain LFs are always going to buff powerful opponent. Because I noticed Kid Buu does a 3-star. If they plan on doing that, that would be pretty clever. I really hope so. Well, I, I'd i much rather them focus on powerful opponent rather than regeneration or uh, LOE, just so, you know, the tag's broader. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Well, I, <laughs> na name a lineage of evil unit that's not powerful opponent that isn't chilled. King Cold. 
he's kind of cool. He might get he might get the grim. I, I don't know. King Cold him. looks at a sword <laughs> and then gets one shotted. Well, it, the point is, I I like the idea of putting more units together. We you can now run what's Jiren next to Boo next to Zamasu. Like what, this yeah, team is way more exciting. And Broly, like where is this coming from? I love it. Um, right now you could. The Saiyan team is the Goku and friends, plus, you know, uh, maybe a Fusion or a Vegeta. And hybrids is a bunch of Gohans. Like, it, it, I like the powerful opponent tag. I want to see it get a lower love. I think this is more exciting. Yeah, I mean, I guess we'll see where they take it. Um, and yeah, alongside him, we got the new Angel Vegeta. And based on the title of your video, Ryudin, what are your, what's your opinion on him? Perfect I partner love... for Super Saiyan 3. He is the hey. perfect partner. Think about it. <laughs> he's he's so... I Okay, I'm going to put the fanboy aside. I'll just focus on Vegeta, the character. Really? I think he's a really good support unit for Saiyans. Uh, one thing that we always talked about is how being able to manipulate sub count is very powerful. And this Vegeta, not only does he give key on swap out as well as additional damage, he's able to manipulate sub count, which is a very big deal. Um, being able to swap out to units very quickly is powerful um him when he gets hit reducing substitution counts to your other characters as well is huge how many cover rescue units do we have now how many unique cover change units do Saiyans have now i mean he's a fantastic support that does just a little bit more i mean the the damage inflicted buff as well as the key was enough for us to say hey great support unit 30 percent damage inflicted 50 key very big deal but he goes above and beyond. He also gives you, he, he's also able to do damage. He's able to tank a little bit, but he's going to be one of those units that benefits more, the more stars you have. And that's true for every single character in the game. But I think for him, it's going to be like exponential how much he benefits from it. Cause his kit will certainly benefit a lot from higher stats, which unfortunately as a support with lower stars may not be as, I guess, evident. But if you have him at higher stars, all these things will come to so much more play. Like he's able to get 120 damage inflicted, 30% less damage received. Like these things would be more obvious. The longer you have him, the more copies you get of him. He's a fantastic unit. I like him. I love his green card. Drawing four extra cards and then being able to swap out and give 50 key is such a ridiculous combination for extending your combos. It's nuts. That right there, that those two put together is a very big deal. Blast card, green card, you know, just swap out again, and then boom, you just have a super long combo. And there are a lot of sand units that gain key or slash draw a card when they show up. So he's he's such good glue for putting teams together. And he's double defenses. That's a rare Z ability for Saiyans. So anyway, it's, I mean... LS Super Saiyan what? 3 Goku, I think, it's one of the only other ones that yeah. has it. No, and there's also, there's one, the one purple, there's the purple Vegeta from the movie, from the cooler movie, <laughs> there's the EX Yellow Broly, there's this Vegeta and LF Super Saiyan 3 Goku, but that's, one of them is tied to an LF, one of them is tied to an EX, and purple Vegeta hasn't been around too frequently, so a double defense Z ability is very valuable. I just think he's a fantastic unit, and as people use him more and more, I think they're going to find him core for Sans. At least I feel he'll be. I don't know if anyone else feels the same. Oh my god, no, I forgot I he takes away 50 key too. This dude's amazing. He does he goes <laughs> type neutral too. I have nothing to say. I'm putting the mic down. I so said cool. it all. He does everything. <laughs> the one thing I'll add to is the fact that he gives those two key cards, which I think is really underrated. Like yeah, the ones that 30% restore on a strike yeah. and a blast for the whole team to be able to use. 
yeah that every, one is I, I i say it's like i think every podcast or something like that but like key, key restoration is like one of the most underrated ability like stats in the game like if you're able to constantly restore your key and be at full key like well not full key but like at a, at a decent amount of key like charge stepping is going to get you so much more key side stepping is going to get you a bit more um it really helps you chain together combos a lot more easily and um it, the, the ability to give everybody on the team that buff like we're, we're gonna start to see units that are gonna just get like all this massive key restoration in their kit like super saiyan 3 goku uh the zenkai one has a lot of key restoration so 30 percent on top to of his, yeah 30 percent on top of his like already ridiculous key restoration is just going to be even better so that's like something that's underrated i think that people don't really mention whose gameplay is this that's uh. yours yours Oh, oh. Looks for the said right. Goku. But do you see right there? Do you see right there what I mean right there? Whose that's game such a huge <laughs> That's such a huge play. Think about it. Your opponent thinks they got the upper hand. It's like, haha, I'm going to deliver the finishing blow. But Vegeta is reducing sub counts to your allies. That's huge. You can make yeah. someone else take the rising rush. Like, what if you have a unit that you want to take death buffs? Like the purple, Super Saiyan Blue Vegeta. It's perfect right there. He reduces sub count, slashes 50 key, the green card giving you four cards. Like he honestly, we talked about Jack of all trade units and we say like, you know, those units are great and all this other stuff, but he's an example of one that does everything, but does everything exceptionally well. 50 key, 30% damage inflicted. That's a fantastic support. Going type neutral, reducing sub count by five min ability. That's great. That's an awesome unit. That's something that we would praise on an offensive unit. And then him being able to take away 50 key too. He's he's awesome. I think there's nothing more we need to say. He's the best. He's also, number two. Also, the fact that he's like a Saiyan support too. It's just like, I think he's definitely a unit that's going to be around for a long time, you know? Yeah. Just the fact that he's yeah. a Saiyan support and he has the capabilities of all this stuff. It's just... He's a fantastic unit. You also showcased. Well, who uh, else is the Saiyan support? I was gonna say you also uh, showcased the Zenkai 18's glitch with her ultimate, where it still puts the exclamation point, even though it's not dodgeable. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Because you were able to use the cover rescue the with that up there. I can't believe they haven't fixed that yet. <laughs> I I don't know who else is a is a Saiyan support, but I know there's like Sun Family supports, right? And I guess you can run that. Uh, there's the or, or Fiku, right? Like Yellow oh, Goten, I guess. Uh, the I hate that old name, yellow... Fiku. But yeah, you're right, to support Goku from, uh, <laughs> from that, uh, that moment. No, oh my Saiyan god. Saga. The Broly movie, yeah. the second Broly movie or whatever. Mm -hmm. Not the blue one, right? I Honestly, I can't I can't stop saying good things about this unit. I, I think he's great. <laughs> and I think like, he's when able you to... showcase him as well, it really sucks because like, I saw comments, it's like, oh, this guy, he's so bad, he's not doing any damage. It's like, well, that's not really like his role to do a lot of damage. His role is to like lower mm -hmm. that sub count, provide that support, and like, the sub count is so huge, especially like with your showcase right here with the Super Saiyan 3. Let's say they're not anticipating you getting into Super Saiyan 3, right? You pop that main, get five counts down. They rising rush you going like, okay, getting this guy out of the way. There you go. You switch into Super Saiyan 3 Goku and their rush is gone. Say, uh, the healing too, because a lot of these Saiyans are just so bulky with their Zenkai stats that like the healing is just, it, the value is really good. 100%. He's just, I think, I think he is going to age very well. I think a lot of people, like as of right now, he's not going to look as impressive because for most people, having him at high stars is, you know, we talked about the banner and how the format isn't the greatest and all this other stuff. So 
maybe not everyone will have him at higher stars but as people pull more and more copies they'll see that he's more valuable that he's able to do everything very very well i think the only thing that holds back him truly shining is his stats but that's true for everyone mm -hmm. but for him more so than others because he's a support type too yeah so that, his that's stats just are the, uh, crippled that's the curse of being a support type unit in this game. For whatever reason, they intentionally cripple their stats a lot if you're a support role. Like, if you're a support role, they just throw you into the bucket. It's like, okay, well, he's a support role. Instant, like, 20% stat reduction or something. Yeah, it's yeah. usually in, like, yeah. all stats, too. Like, not even just, like, one stat. Like, okay, he's a support type, so let's lower his defense, right? It's, it's usually they butcher everything. Well, yeah. I think that if you're questioning if you should use your multi-Z power, start a project... I, I would push him to nine stars if you're a Sandman at all. He's yep. fantastic. He, he, mm -hmm. I, you can obviously tell like everybody on the podcast is gushing about how perfect this unit is, and of course he's going to have one. Me. <laughs> well, no, I, I think the general community immediately accepted him as a great unit. Like I, I haven't heard anybody talking negative stuff about him. How do you guys think he measures up against Vados? Because me personally, maybe it's just me being a simp, I, I kind of do think I, I like Vados a little bit more still here. Vados is so much. She's like hard, hard support. Like she does, she's all the way over there, just purely dedicated to that. But I, I prefer this Vegeta for me personally because he has a much easier way of reducing sub count. Fados does it with a yeah. green, which is great, and killing yeah. key is very valuable too. But Vegeta does that on swap in. When he gets hit, everyone else's sub count drops, and his main ability. I think those are, to me, for the way that I like to play the character, is far more valuable. I think That's okay. um, for me, I have to go with Vados being just a better unit. The card drop speed is what seals the deal for me. Vados' yeah. card drop speed, mm -hmm. key on in, key on out. The, the, yeah, the, the healing for the party. The, the second heal she does for just her main ability that also gives everybody a damage buff. I, and it wipes debuffs. Yeah, mm -hmm. she's... You, Vados is, is a rare unit because you've also had those moments where you just see her do like a billion blast damage on you out of nowhere and you're just like well this is a support yeah. unit right um <laughs> and then her cover change blowing up two cards on the way in it forces mm -hmm. people to start playing with drop combos or you just straight up end their combo yeah i i i could go on she 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 has uh, the upper limit factor and she's on god key so you get to use her with ui or whoever the heck you use in the future so yeah, also the fact that her green card is like literally like one of the best in the game. Actually, it might even just be the best. Well, maybe Kid Boost is better. But like, she has one of the better green cards in the game, right? Yeah. And if you run her with units like VB or Gogeta Blue, who like have an available way to draw a green card with, in their kits, like you can just use it with Vados. Yep. Have you ever run um... Have you ever guys run um, Vados with Android 18? That's yes. ridiculous. And Kefla. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yep. I don't know. I feel like I feel like him going tight neutral is also. I don't know. I do, I'm gonna. I could go on forever about how much I really, really like <laughs> this unit. I just oh, yeah. feel like he, if he kind of just takes a lot of good points from all these other characters that we praised for being able to do that, and he turns it up a notch. Mm -hmm. Also, really like Vados' really like car destruction as well. It's really ridiculous. Yeah. I mean, that card destruction is, like, for, for me on the future Gohan, having card yep. destruction and endurance, like, I, you could have stopped there on the kit. That just blew me away. I'm like, well, that that's just amazing. Every time I, I play a match without that, I feel like I'm naked. Like, they can just keep hitting me, and there's nothing <laughs> yeah. I can do about it. Yeah. So, I don't know. I, 
I, I can see where Reunion's coming with the with the Vegeta, but the the healing card destruction is where I'm gonna give Bottos the the number one support. Yeah, the thing with um, Vegeta is just the fact that he's always gonna be better for a bigger tag, right? Saiyans is just forever exactly. gonna be the best, the biggest tag, right? So mm. that's his that's his advantage. Well, that's why I say yeah. If you guys are out there and you're wondering if you you know those units you want a 14 star or whatever with all your multi Z power. This unit will stand the test of time. You'll see him on future teams. People will be doing showcases at the upper limit of newer units using this Vegeta. He, he will be there for you. I, I don't see a future where people aren't running this Vegeta. Well, until a new support unit comes out that's better. But that's probably going to be a... Yeah. Also, I think that's yep. going to be a different tag before we see another Saiyan support of this level. And also, uh, nobody Zenkai buffs this guy either, right? No yellow Saiyan. Yeah, that's no correct. Zenkai no. Buff. No GT Vegeta. Vegeta here in the future, you know it. They're too busy making blue Zenkai. True. True, true that. My resources hurt. <laughs> okay, we got the inside scoop here. Alright, um, so we've got also uh, a new, well, English, we also got a new free-to-play unit with Buhan. Uh, Prof, have you grinded him? No, I have not. I fought against him a couple times. I've uh, seen the community's videos, and I've, I've talked to my Twitch chat and read his kit. Yeah, he, uh, he appears to just be an absolute damage machine, and then just stops after 50 timer counts, which, which is cool. Um, I think uh, I think I really like the fact that after, he, in typical Buhan fashion, he kind of gets his main ability back super quick, and then there's a lot you can do with his green cards. But uh, no, I, I don't have any first-hand experience with the unit right now, other than fighting him, and he was able to take a decent hit. But I don't see too, too many people taking him into combat right now on the region team. It seems like his home is going to be on powerful opponent. I, I do appreciate the fact that they gave him a pretty decent Z ability. Um, it's not best in slot for uh, purple, purple, blue, but it is really good. It's 30% to both attacks. Um, and he's kind of ramps up. I believe he used like 10 cards or so, and he's going to be at full power. Um, that's kind of his whole shtick, is you, you want to get in and get the damage quickly. Um, I think Goresh has made a video. Uh, how, do you, how do you feel, I guess? Um, well, I mean, right now he's only four... Well, technically when I made my video, he's only available at four stars. Um, so, yeah, he felt oh, fine. He wasn't really great. Um, I think he has the makings of a really good unit, though. Like, he, he's, his kit is going to scale really well with his stats going up to the 14-star level. So I think once he gets to the 14 stars, like, he'll be able to, like, be a monster. Because there were times in my video where I was just like comboing people with him for like 15 counts long. And he was getting them down, like he was getting like 12 star Vegito Blues and stuff down to like a third of their health from full health in one combo. So like he has the makings of a good unit. Um, he's just really, really heavily blast based. And uh, he really can't take a hit. So you have to sort of maneuver the barrier to work in your favor. And um, in terms of his Z ability, I would have preferred if they just did a... Um, a straight regen Z ability for him over than over just the colors. Me too. <laughs> I don't know. You can run him with Broly and Ultra Instinct Goku this way. Yep. Yeah, I I feel like they gave him a a, a pseudo Z ability because most of the powerful opponents in newer regions are blue, and then he's purple, so he's not just gonna buff himself. There's just gonna be one oddball unit, and it's kind of lets him slide into powerful opponent. I mean, obviously, it's free to play unit. He's gonna be on the budget teams. Um, I think I'm excited to see his full 14-star power because he gets 150% from his first ability and then his second ability is going to give him another 60% and then you pop his main. No, that it's, we're going through the roof here on power. 
So yeah, I, yeah, it's time gated. Like it well, is. He falls not only is it time gated, not only is it time gated, but it's cancelable. Yeah, it is cancelable. That's that seems to be his big Achilles heel, and I, I have a feeling he's going to get relegated to the bench. And as I already mentioned, he's not the optimal blue, blue, purple bench either. Um, I believe I said Android fourteen, and yeah. uh, and Boo have way more potency abilities, and Jeez. you're going to be. The only thing I don't like about this character is he randomly draws a card. Like, if his idea is to land strike and blast cards, and because he's free, they don't want to give him card draw speed, It would have I would have preferred if that was like, oh, randomly draw a strike or a blast. It only happens three times. He's no Vegito Blue, so at least give him that. Yeah, I was about like, to say. I've had moments where he I, I drew a green card. Uh, yeah, that's annoying. Okay. That's problematic, for sure. At least it doesn't destroy a card, though, you know, Raditz? At least it doesn't destroy a card. <laughs> we don't talk about that. the worst example of that. <laughs> we do not talk about that here at all. Okay, nope. okay, I'm sorry. What happened again? <laughs> His green card is comboable. Like, the old green Senate used to do this, and they, they kind of fixed that with a few patches ago. So I feel like there's some technical plays you can make with that green card. I am i don't know. I, I can see where, you know comboing with him and then he loads you up with a blue card and you're like well that's great i don't have enough key for that right so like i can see where you don't like it but i have a feeling you know you can put that one in the bag except your combos over and maybe make a bigger play so i'm not too too shunned by the randomness of it i've seen some pretty random plays from uh it was a dispo drawing cards and randomly having new blue cards that actually did pay out so there's pluses and minuses but i I don't know. He feels free to play. I, I see CBG going off in chat, so maybe we'll uh, we'll see some cool builds coming out. But uh, I don't know. I, I... I would. No, go ahead. Sorry, I interrupted your finishing thought. No, I, I'm just gonna say he he feels middle to upper uh, upper tiers on the road. But we'll we'll see with time because you know we don't you can't even see his 14 start. Kind of have to feel it. Some of these units look like gods on paper, like Turles, and then they come out looking like crap when you actually play them. So. Mm -hmm. You know, ZVG we'll also see. absolutely loves Boo Han, too, so... Yeah. Oh, I don't know that. <laughs> Perhaps I'm... a little bit of bias, but we'll, we'll have to reserve <laughs> our judgment till 14 stars, so we won't... We'll well, see. my chat was praising him up and down, saying, this man's a monster, check him out, check him out, check him out. And when what? I do check him out, I'm like, well, these are some crazy... You give that green bubble shield to any character, and they have a significant advantage over, like, the standard character. Like, that bubble shield is ridiculously OP. But when Bro... Like... Not so much when Broly does it, because you can only combo into blues. When you can combo out of it into anything, like Android 17 or the, you know, Buhan, you can make some pretty powerful setups that way. Kind of yeah. like Kid Boo, where you can time that right and get your vanish back and leave the character in the field. I mean, obviously, it's not going to be as effective as Kid Boo, but you can still I mean, stall for a long time. Technically, you can test him out right now in uh, LBR mode, I guess, if you wanted to throw him in against other 14-star units, just to see how he, he stands up against them. I haven't done that, but it's possible to do. That's very mm -hmm. true. Yeah. yeah, I... I don't know, I, I... For a lot of people like to ask if it's uh, Dispo or Basil, right? Uh, it's the best for the Rebel universe. And the, the, I always like to go with the... Not Basil, uh, Bergamo. I'm sorry, Chad, I just confused the crap out of you. The old Bergamo. Oh. But I like Bergamo more, 100%, just because of that barrier. His ultimate, all that's nice. Dispo kind of has that, and he has the extra card drop. But you, you can make some crazy plays with those barriers. True. So. 
Yeah. And, and also, just, uh, oh, sorry, go ahead. Uh, I was just going to say, going back to the the budget teams, uh, how we were talking about how with this guy, he's a free-to-play unit. The thing that I honestly got most excited about, just me being biased, of course, is that dude, we can run a, like a free to a completely free-to-play blue-blue-purple team now. And that's honestly kind of like what I've been running, even though it's a little scuffed. But, but using the, the free-to-play Android 21, um, the Zenkai Cell, the EX1, and then the, the Buhan now. And I, I feel like I'm running that with... There's somewhat of success. Obviously, I'm going to have a lot of difficulty running into Zenkai units, but you know, for the most part, like the the free to play in me is extremely happy and extremely like content. Mm -hmm. So my point, um, I was just gonna. This might be a hot take, but um, going back to the Z ability of the the new Super Boo that came out, I thought they were gonna go with uh, kind of like the Rising Battle Red Vegito approach, where like. It was like plus a certain amount percent to regen, right? To strike and blast, whatever. And then do that additional that they did where it was plus 20% to maybe character boo or character like super boo or something. Yeah. Is there, have they ever brought that formula back to uh, rising battle units where they add plus two character? Uh, not the character, but we can kind of see a pseudo version of that with Android 21. And she has, I guess, three parts of her Z ability, and it's like girls, androids, regen, something yeah. like that. And then the only other character that fits that is Pony One. I think the only time we ever had a Z ability that buffs a specific character is that Vegito, and then the uh, Kakarot Goku buffing the Gokus. But right, I think the reason why they did the Vegito that way is because like they were just like, hey, you want you don't have enough reason to summon for, for Vegito? Here's another one. Like that's why. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Yeah. <laughs> like they needed one. Everybody loves Vegito, right? Because <laughs> like yep. th that Z ability is so insane to this day. Like that's so crazy. Yeah, I think him and uh, the year one anniversary Vegito has the best Veg uh, Z abilities to date. The the heal buff at fourteen star. <laughs> yeah, the extra health if you go all the way in. Fourteen uh, star. Hey, there's yeah. there's a lot of people that have it by now. Mine's uh, mine's six red in the limbo state, so I need one more. I think mine's like four stars. Z power away. Well, I have a friend that's completely free to play, and he's got it at nine star right now. So what? Yeah, it, it, if you focus on banners and you stick to one team, you probably look like a monster if you're truly your one. Yeah, yeah, that's the way to go, especially free to play. It is, but I'm kind of just build different. I I, I like to summon on every banner, but and it, it definitely bites me in the butt. I'm not gonna lie. So, I got a lot of just really understarred units. Hmm. Yeah, but I yeah. guess most people do. It, uh, it's definitely a long game. If you're not spending any money, your account is going to take quite a while to develop. And it's going to require a little bit <laughs> yeah. of luck also. Yeah, definitely. Oh, it is not. Okay. Well, I mean, you guys keep dogging on this ticket system, but I got to believe if you are getting into the game, you're new, and you're spending a bunch of money, the tickets kind of catch your account up real fast. I've got to imagine if you've got a fresh account and you, you spend 100,000 Chrono Crystals, you're going to come out the other end with a really good looking account. I just wish the pool was bigger, I would say. Uh, like like Goresh said earlier, maybe just like have like every unit on it. Like honestly, just have every unit on the banner. Maybe like increase the rates of the feature units a little bit. Because I don't like when you do like one ticket and it's a sparking guaranteed. It's literally the same rate of like the tickets that you get from like your adventures. You know, like it's one in 200 to get the new LF, even though it's sparking guaranteed. 
I, I just kind of wish the pool was bigger, and it was definitely an improvement from the last one, where there was only like, how many units was there, like 12 or something? Like, before this, it was for the uh, Broly and uh, Gogeta. There was uh, only like a couple units on it. I don't remember the, the ticket banner, but I just remember that one was bad too. For me, yeah. can't speak for anybody. That one was really bad, it was like same unit like three times in a row. Yeah, a lot of Green Goku Blacks, a lot of like Vados, a lot of just random older stuff. Well, they could have like three tiers to it, right? They could have the, the brand new units getting, you know, their 10 to 20% rate back or whatever. Then you can have the newer units that are also featured like Cell or Goku Black that you end up pulling 400 copies of anyways. And then as Goresh is wanting the random units that are at the bottom, as long as they're all sharing the same percentages and you don't have to skew the first two tiers as in the, the brand new featured units and the kind of newer featured units, then I think I think it would work, but there's a lot of people that are trying to focus those units, and although we've been playing the game for a while, I've been summoning, we have them all, but I mean, I, I saw a bunch of people getting excited to get, you know, Goten and Trunks off of this, and they got quite a few. I think, oh, wait, I'm thinking, uh, in my wires cross, I think that's on the, uh, the, the uh, Yamcha launch, launch banner, yeah. That came in clutch for them, so I don't know. I, I think there's pluses and minuses. Definitely. Yeah. Alright, um, <laughs> so with with that free-to-play Buhan, obviously there also came uh, the event um, for the free-to-play Buhan, which is still kind of underway. Sherwood, you've grinded him up all the way, or how do you see that event? Okay, so um, going to it, uh, answering your question, I haven't yet grinded him up all the way. I've been focusing more on the the raid boss right now, but I have done my research on it, and if I pull it up again here, it says something along the lines of like, uh, limit break, uh, do this event to get him to 7 red plus, but at the same time it's like, you, you can't, like, you gotta wait like two days or a day or so, and you know, we, we hope you continue to enjoy Dragon Ball Legends, but <laughs> I, I, it's just, I don't know. The, the way I personally see it is, like, I just don't think they should be time-gated at all. Like, I think when a new event comes out, just just let them go from stage, like, 1 to 50, 1 to 100, whatever it is. Just just do it. Just let If people want to spend the time to grind for the unit, go for it. Um, they, I think they ditched the whole thousand crystals, right? So you don't get a thousand crystals right out the gate anymore. It's like only four hundred, that, anyways. It's Damn. only four hundred. Yeah. Oh, I might be thinking of like the old like Vegito, where it's like if you get yep. to stage a hundred, you get like a thousand, like two hundred, two hundred times five. Yeah. Um. So yeah, like the events. Um, I heard that some people and friends of mine they don't like the the missions, like the challenges that you have to do, like uh bringing like certain colors and stuff to complete the challenges mm -hmm. uh they said that they had a really hard time with that um what's not to like <laughs> uh, i think they're just lazy uh like i personally like the grind uh when going into events like that but it's just my biggest concern is really you know not being able to do those last couple for those keys to unlock missions and then when you do unlock the missions, you have to wait. Like, it's just waiting upon waiting. And when an event comes out, I would just prefer to get it done if I want to get it done, you know? Yeah. I think for me, the biggest, like, downside to this whole system is the fact that it's double time-gated. And what exactly. I mean by that 
is that not only is the actual event itself time gated, but the actual, like, the missions require you to obtain all 50 keys. And the way to get those 50 keys is you need to beat all the stages of the, of the event. Which and aren't out. Yeah, which aren't out yet. So y you can't even start doing the missions until you beat the time gated event. So that's why it's double time gated, and that's like the dumbest thing ever. Like they they saw our criticism for like the time gated events, and they're like, oh, they don't like time gated events. Let's just make it double time gated. How about that? It's like it's like they're trolling us, is what they're doing. Yeah, that's probably the worst thing about all this is the fact that you don't get the mission key until you're done with the event. Like wh those missions are totally ones that, like the Ginyu Goku, you did them as you were progressing through the event. Like, well, I don't know why they changed that. Like, the time gating, I can get around because I'll just go play other games. Like, I'm, clearly, Legend doesn't want me to play, so they can't gate the event, so I'll just wait, do it when it's available. I'll play something else. But yeah, the, the fact reason that, why they do it <sighs> is because they have no other content. Like, that, that that's their artificial way of extending their content out. Because a lot of people will just do it in one day and be like, oh, where's the content? I don't agree with the way that, that I don't agree with the way that they do it, but that's like probably what their mindset is going into it. Yeah, but that yeah. problem is still illustrated, and they get the bad guy rap for now, like also not having content and delaying the content that they do put out. Well, mm -hmm. and then they, maybe I'm just a Scrooge, but these keys and the missions now being in four different places and all this crap, it it just it feels like they took a system and they made it more annoying. It didn't need to be. You could have made it harder. I, I like to always harken back to the Battle 51 Frieza fight, but, mm -hmm. you know, I, I, I'd, I'd rather a, a community try to come together and talk about how to gimmick a boss fight rather than, wow, I really hate making four teams to go back into this one event so I can get my 400 Chrono Crystals that's going to be four hero units in about five seconds. Like, <laughs> it, it's... <laughs> It, it's mind-boggling, man. And I, I feel like if you're going to sit down for an hour and a half, two hours doing an event, you should come out the other end feeling uh, rewarded, at least. Yeah, I agree. I think... Uh, I just wish you could get the keys right away. Like, if they were going to time gate something, I just wish, like, you could get the keys at, let's say... Uh, what does it go up to now, Battle 40? Yeah. Uh, yeah, right now, and then 50 comes out tomorrow. Okay, so let's say once you beat Battle 40, you do get enough keys to unlock those missions. You can't do Battle 50 right away, fine, gotta wait a day. But then, if the missions are, I, I believe it's like using colored units or something, like yellow a certain amount of times or whatever, I would just jump in the PvP at that point, because then I'm getting missions done while playing PvP. I'm just the type of player that, like, if I can get two things done at the same time, like, that's just the way I like to play, so... I just don't like how... I feel like I'm kind of wasting progress with that because I'll play PvP for like three hours and if the keys were just automatically there and the missions were already unlocked, I would have I would have had it done, but now I gotta redo it because I had to wait a day. Yeah, I think um, if I was to think of a if they weren't if they weren't to get rid of those current uh, methods they have going with like the double time gating or whatever, I like the best way that they could sort of like do a middle ground for this is what Nas said, where they just let you complete the missions before you unlock the mission. Like, mm -hmm. so once you unlock them, then you can just instantly, like, you know... Claim uh, them. Collect yeah. the rewards, yeah. yeah. You get credit for doing them. When those, when those whatever missions, the all-star missions dropped, right? That's how they were. It kind of teased you that you had all this stuff just sitting there. Just yeah, exactly. And then, 
And then for whatever reason for this one, they just went down a completely different path, because again, it's their way of artificially extending content that they, they can't make for whatever reason. Because and that's another, that's another argument to make too, is, is this whole Buhan unit is literally just the green Buhan. There's yeah. not a single unique thing about him in terms of animations, uh, stances, Blue anything. card, green card, like, what about his yeah. wind pose? Have you checked that? Is that even it's different? It's the same. It's the exact same. Yeah, it's, it's the same wind pose. So, so it's 100% yeah. carbon copy with different it's stuff. They just copy and pasted everything about him. Um, so, to me, I don't know why they can't... We talked about this a little bit before we actually went live, but, like, I don't know why they can't just do this way more often for these units. If they're just going to copy and paste the existing units that are already in the game, they should be able to do one of these units, like, every month, at least. Or every mm. three weeks. It should yeah. be very easy for them to do. Then in that, in that situation, it's just like Doken, where they, all they have to do is sort out the stats and the kit on paper and just apply it to everything animations that's already existing in the game. Well, they've been doing yeah. this. It's funny that he's purple because purple Goku Black is the first unit I think of as a, a true copy-paste. And then you get transforming Golden Frieza is literally just the old yellow Frieza. And then suddenly he swaps into green Golden Frieza. It's... It, yeah. They've been doing this, um, but yeah, I, I agree. If, but, if you're going to give us a free-to-play event that's literally the same unit with a different color and updated, you know, abilities, then the, I agree with what you just said. But at least those units have some subtle differences, like different animations on their red cards, different wind poses, different little quotes they throw out and stuff. That this one is like tantamount to the yellow Goku Black, purple Goku Black, like. Yeah, that's what I mean, at least Buhan is. at least the purple Goku Black has a different wind pose. This guy's literally the same. <laughs> yeah. Every possible way is the same. The Super Trunks, and I don't know about the Vegeta. I'm almost certain it's the same wind pose. Which one? Oh yeah, for EXs, yeah, yeah, they did a lot. They do, they do do that a lot for EXs. But this is a, like this is like a sparking Buhan. Like he's the same unit. You felt free to play to me. <laughs> yeah, I mean, he's free to play for up here, and it says. Yeah. Um, Aim for seven red plus by winning battles and clearing special missions. But in my personal opinion, I think it should say aim for seven plus by waiting two days and then doing the missions. I, I just <laughs> yeah. think it's kind of clickbait on the banner. Well, yeah, that would be a funny meme if someone made that. But <laughs> I'm just making a haha funny man. Yeah, I would I would enjoy that. That would get a, a little belly laugh. But yeah, I don't know. I don't know what their situation. Maybe, all right, we're, we're being a little harsh on them. Lord knows that I'm extremely harsh on Legends PvE compared to everybody else even, but maybe they've been skimping on all this to put their resources to this new mode or whatever. Maybe. Wow, so. Yeah. And Guild versus Guild. Light at the end of the tunnel. So Imagine. hopefully. Oh, yeah, you know, Guild versus Guild. Only announced a year ago. Yep. I'll come out and be the positive, but maybe a little for once. And hopefully, this is all <laughs> because they've been working on some really big stuff that they're going to unveil, and it's going to be really cool. But then I'm also extremely worried about the the first thing I see about the new mode is oh, grind out friendship to get an advantage. I'm like, oh, here we go. That's trying to <laughs> replace the salt shaker with some sugar here. It's a little of both. It's a mixture. Yeah. I want to be excited, but I'm worried. So for the sake of time, um, I would say we just move on to another con piece of content that we got that is still ongoing. Uh, NAS, and that is the raid. Have you done that at all? or do you Yeah, I've, I've done it twice. Two fights. And I will tell everyone in here that it's pretty much structured identically to the previous raid, except they just loaded the boss up with more health, so he's not going to die as fast. 
It's one of those like infinity grind raids where you don't just have to do it 10 times, get your awards, and then you're done with it. Like the, the first like five raids that they implemented. Now it's this whole, oh, you do it, you get one coin, like one one courageous battle medal. Like you now do it 89 more times until you get bored of it. And then- To get 89 medals, right? Yeah. You get one every time. Yeah, so <laughs> like, it's an infinity grind just for however long the stage is up slash however long it takes us to kill the boss because they've been very experimental about how much health they give these bosses. But um, yeah, I mean, other than you fighting Vegeta, the special units, Buhan, or not Buhan this time, is uh, the new Kid Buu. And then if you have him, you, you could just win by not even looking at the screen and just kind of like randomly pressing buttons while you're not even looking and you'll still That's win in I like do. 15 counts. And you know, for the for the constellation, if you didn't get Buhan, you could use like the Zenkai 21 or the EX Evil Boo or Zenkai EXL. So it's very easy to get through this. Don't so. use boot tanks. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> His animations are so long. Please don't. I'm, try I'm trying blue, to speed the blue card this, especially, huh? Yeah. yeah. The Zenkai cell actually is really good for this. The second form one that's free. That yeah. just had that bug where everybody should have him at fully done by now. But yeah, you sent me. I was asleep and when I woke up, it was fixed. I already had him at Z7, but basically. I, I already had him at Z7 too. This. I was kind of annoyed because I used yeah. like 1100 yeah. energy to get him done. You use like <laughs> 1000 energy and I use 70 and we're in the same result. I, exactly, I used 650. Yeah. I didn't take advantage of that. I kind of didn't like. I know if I should. Like, if. No, 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 no. Look, this is for you and for everyone in the audience. When the okay. game messes up on their side, you can do these things. Like, they you cannot. Can exploit it? Yeah, you, they can't hold that against you because it's their fault. I, I, I'm not sure, but a lot of times when it's a known exploit. No, this isn't an ex. It's not an exploit. It's they messed up. There's a bug. They have to fix it as soon as possible. Everyone that took advantage of it. One situation where you can just immediately go, oh, I have a free piece of candy, right? The reason they can't act is because they didn't have time to put up a notice saying, there's a known this, that. If you do it, you could be punished. Like, they're not just going to come out of the blue and punish Find you. some exploit bug that allows you to duplicate Z plus items on your account. That's I would different. not advise that's anybody different. in chat. Well, it's part of the game. No, that's you finding an exploit in their game, not them well, making a mistake. I, I, I actually I agree with Prof Sen on this. It's, it's like, not, when I'm I saw the exploit... They I cannot, dodged it. They cannot. I, I, they won't act on that. And hurt this is something that's so far out in the open. That's like going to your gift box and finding a hundred thousand Chrono Crystals. Of course, the entire community is going to click it, right? Yeah. So this one was but that would open. also be their it, fault. Like they could have. Yeah, I'm sure. All exploits are their fault. They make the game. Don't use modded APKs. No, but, that's what I'm trying to tell you. There's a difference. There's a difference between you maliciously trying to attack the game's code to exploit it versus them accidentally messing something up and the players get yeah. benefits for a little bit. But wouldn't right. the person like uh, like us, for example, wouldn't we also be in the wrong for acknowledging that like it's a bug and us continuing to exploit right. it? Right, but the limit of what they did to punish people is I have negative 63 next to that daily stage. That's it. I can't do here's the stage for 63 oh. days, but I'm Here, done Here's it. a better thought. Is Zenkai 7... EXL worth you worth this at all? Yeah, probably not. I would so spend five hundred dollars for him. Sankai Seven, five hundred bucks. I mean, like, whether <laughs> you did it or not, is it worth the risk and at there, all? I'm just trying to illustrate there is no uh, risk. I, 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 it's not not about like risk that. or not. I'm, I mean, you know, like you, 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 you hear those disclaimers for like bed commercials or whatever. 
I don't want the 5-9 chat here and I'm saying if you find an exploit, hey, Bandai, fuck. No, that's different. I'm just what I'm trying to say there's a bit. If you go out of your way to maliciously find an exploit, yeah, they could probably ban you or send you a DMCA. But if they just like, oops, we took off the daily limit of this stage every day, people are playing it a lot now. That's not the same as like hacking the game, right? Or using an APK. That's like, oops, our bad. Like, for example, this one time I was playing a different gotcha game. And there was a summon you could do that's essentially the, the same as this game, right? But it was bugged, and if you summoned on it, it was giving guaranteed five stars on every pull. And people were just going in there and summoning like crazy and getting, you know, like, example, getting, you know, every summon would be like one of this Vegeta. Like brand new one, or a featured well, unit. Was this Fake Go that you're referring to? No, it's Final Fantasy Record Keeper. Uh, okay. And that was it was like that for like an hour and a half before they figured it out. They didn't take away stones. I think that I just have a bad experience they didn't with take... mine. Uh, mine's Call of Duty related, but uh, there was a glitch where you can get like unlimited supply drops in uh, yeah, well, one of these old Call of Duty games, and you could keep claiming them over and over and over again from your gift box, and they uh, they banned me. <laughs> and I was well, like, oh. again, if you're like finding an exploit and abusing it like that versus they make a simple but like a mistake where you can just play a stage over and over again that you're not supposed to it's it's on a different scale of intensity i guess so yeah but i see that regardless to shorten up this raid discussion this raid is identical to the previous one but the boss has more health i think know? it also depends on how wide <clears throat> how widespread it is if everyone on twitter is talking about it and like every single person is doing it they would like they wouldn't ban everybody they would have to roll back the server which means mm -hmm. that if you did it it would be fine anyway whereas if this was something that like you found and it was like some like i don't know if you change the coding of this equip and then like move it to a different slot and equip it on this character and then like remove it and like do all these steps um then like you can duplicate equipment then yeah like obviously don't do that but like it's just depends on the situation it's not like a it's cut like, and dry thing a black and white scenario it's just yeah. like this in this one specifically they're not gonna ban you it's like up, down, left, right, A, B, start, select. Yeah. <laughs> this was just a simple mistake on their part. It was a simple mistake on their part. They came in, they fixed it like an hour later, and by what, the only thing they did was, oh, you played the, sta the daily stage 70 times today, so you have negative 69 next to it, so you can't. But I'm done with it, so what does that even matter? I don't have to play yeah, I guess, anymore. Yeah, I guess that would just be the punishment, right? Yeah. Yeah. You're in the negative. Makes sense. Well, yeah. We were talking about the raid. I guess we got a little bit off here because there's not that much to talk about. Right, and that, that actually is illustrative of the fact that raids are boring, and they're just easy time sinks, and if they could restructure co-op to maybe you don't have to do it a hundred times, maybe it's like actually challenging and fun, and you gotta like you brainstorm with a friend on how to beat it, but you only have to do it like 20 times and you get all the rewards, but it's harder. I think even that would be better than, than this and wouldn't require too many extreme, drastic changes to the mode, but I would like them to kind of redesign co-op a little bit. So Me too. Usually, usually I'm the negative Nancy here, but if anybody's looking for a positive about this raid, you get a bunch of chroner crystals, and it looks to be a ton of erasers. It, Already, it, per, yeah. per time spent in Legends, this is probably mm -hmm. the best place to spend it. I, I have done... Um probably about 200 of this raid and without buying any i haven't spent mine yet except for the crystals uh i have gained i think 17 solder racers from just the drops at the end 
Oh, wow. Yeah, that's pretty good. That's, 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 that's pretty lot. lucky, I would say. Yeah, that too. <laughs> and I also got, like, I think, maybe, like, 750 EX Z powers as well. That yeah, that's pretty into good. the Broly. Oh, yeah, I'm not complaining about the rewards. The reward structure is fine. It's just actually mm. playing it is mindless and boring. And that was more directed towards now, I, chat. I'm an old-school RuneScape player, so I'm used to this. Doing nothing. Same thing all over and over again, you know? It's auto-click. If they add the auto combat button that they have in the solo co-op modes where you like you you fight the raid boss with some kind of ai or whatever right yeah i would i would play this raid all day i would just chat with everybody you know keep the auto going on and just you're just refreshing your raid because let's be real that's all you're really getting out of your co-op partner anyways right i don't see you reaching a different outcome if auto is on or if you're actually trying to beat the boss like maybe or you know it gives us a bot if they dc that'd be nice yeah that would be huge that, that would be that. fantastic. No, but, sure. dude, I, the biggest thing they could ever do is just give us the rematch button. Oh, rematch. Yes, yeah. please and thank you. You, you find yeah. somebody with a brain and then you can just, oh, I think we covered why, like, they, why, like, why they specifically haven't done that, though. We covered that is because you just find a good buddy and keep rematching with them forever. And then the general populace would have less potential chance to match with someone. Well, they well, got to yeah, get good. I'm in their that, guild that, member, I should be able to do it indefinitely. That's right. an argument, but I don't think that's a good enough argument I don't to either. exclude implementing the rematch button. I, I don't either. I just think that's that is their reason as to why they're not doing it, regardless of whether we think it's good enough or not. I see it, it as an oversight, just like they don't have an auto. No, it's it's not an oversight. I can almost guarantee you it's intentional to keep people having a random queue to keep the population of people playing co-op like more filled like i can almost guarantee that's why they haven't added that button yet because we've been telling them for like three or four months now usually they pick up on stuff that the entire community mentions to them especially when it's like d free goresh rhyme those people but they're just like eh so like maybe the data shows that like i don't know they just not enough people are playing it at certain times where they feel like they need to do that or something. I don't know. Hopefully they add it soon, though. Dude, do you realize how many more people would play co-op if they had that rematch button? Yeah, but True. random queue wouldn't be populated because it would just be like me and you playing for like three hours straight. It would be me looking for that one guy that has a brain sifting through all the garbage. And yeah. when I finally find that brain, it is going to be five to ten matches in and those nine little Timmies all got their carry. I that agree also, with you. Wait, no, no, hold on, because that would also promote people to actually use better units that are more suited for this and not bring, like, you know, against Red Vegeta, they're not going to bring, you know, yellow EXL anymore. I like, agree with everything with, with e rank equipment. Yeah. So they'll I mean, get, like, once they realize, oh, people like me using this character, well, I'm going to keep using this so I can rematch with people more. It's going to incentivize people to actually, like, start playing with good units. I agree with all of what y'all just said, but I also have, like see it through the eyes of like, what if I was a player that just started this week and I try and go in and play, oh, Extreme Clash Raid, let me try and beat this with a buddy. Maybe I need to be carried a little bit, but I'll random queue and fight, and then random queue is just empty. Well, okay, well, on the other <laughs> hand, not, not every event though. is created for beginners. Right? I agree, I agree. And there's the three different difficulties on the re regular co-op, not really the raid, but the regular co-op has that. If you're a new player, you shouldn't even be playing this anyway, you should just be playing the story. Be playing the story and like getting the CC and building your account up, yeah. You know, again, I agree with all y'all. I'm just trying to like see it through their eyes as to why, because they have to at this point have intentionally not added that button yet. So there has to be some reason why. Yeah, and I was I mean, just wondering, uh, as do you have any thoughts on this? Um, any opinions? Honestly, I, I really, 
I don't really I just think it's just like an awful kind of like grind it, it, it's just tedious for me because for me personally like I I used to when I first played I, I'm a day one player and I never played PvP like for almost like my first year playing the game I was just a PvE player because I was just scared of PvP itself and so I, I kind of just am used to sifting through all like all this stuff but I definitely would like it to be enjoyable just because this is what I started off with I would like it to be like a lot more fun or a lot more um, just convenient overall do you think it uh, benefits you a lot, like as a free-to-play player? Yeah, definitely. I do think this uh, this event helps out uh, helps out a lot, just because of the fact that you get like a lot of you get the, the chrono crystals. You can get the Zenkai souls. I because I know for me, it's just like on the off chance that I actually do Zenkai units, it's this this is the kind of stuff that I actually need, right? Especially with like bells, like golden bells. Like I think I have like three of them or something like that, and so. You know, this this definitely helps out in all those factors, especially when it comes to rewards. Like like how Nas said, the rewards are good. It's just that the the gameplay, like the the setup of itself, can be fine tuned probably. Yeah, but that that was my whole point. I don't think the rewards are bad in any way. Like just it's free stuff just for investing some time into the mode. I would just like it to potentially be something I actually look forward to doing versus something I'm like, oh, all right, let me sit here and queue into this for three hours. Exactly. Where it kind of feels like a chore, yeah. yeah. Well, I mean, that's the nature of a lot of in-game gacha in the first place is grinding. Grind, the grind, more. man. So I I know there's a lot of people that are enjoying themselves right now. They're thinking about the loot. They're thinking about the end of the road. They don't really care as much as the raid because they want something passive to do while they're on the couch in a call with a buddy. Kind of how we're on right now. I guarantee you there's people in chat that got this up on their phone listening to this podcast as they're grinding this raid. I think um, that's what this kind of content excels at, right? I'm not playing. But, yeah, that's true. Some people like Brad even like to play during the podcast while we're over here recording. So a lot of people out there enjoy it and I don't I don't want to take that away from them because this this actually is kind of prime content and I'm getting a perspective shift just watching my own chats on my discord enjoying this. So what is enjoyable about it? Well, everybody's different. The the end result, like oh, yeah, that, what that, that, you get. It's it's like when you fight like a boss in an MMO, it's like are you going to get like the one in 1000 drop or are you just going to get the common drop? It's kind of like that. Uh, I'm just excited for the end goal, I guess. Yeah. What I'm going to get. I can get. see that. That's fair. I like actually fighting the boss and getting the good drop or mm -hmm. getting it, a drop. One an it, easy fight. They like the fact that they pulled Kid Boo and haha, I can kill this in like five seconds now. I'm going to get my other buddy that can kill this in five seconds. Mm -hmm. We're going to smash this boss for two hours straight and see how many erasers we get. Even if they didn't change that format at all, but added some type of like leaderboard system, like who did the most damage, who's got the fastest clear, like little it would love a leaderboard like that, system, like would yeah. make even yeah, this too. tedious stuff more fun. Like, well, I think we'll I see think... that new uh, PVE system that we're getting. The last thing I'll say about from... this on my oh, end is that I think the reason why we're so like being so hard on this event is because there's a, there's nothing else to actually do. Like, if there's other stuff to actually do in this game, other than PvP, then... Well, no, I'm just saying, like, there's, if there's stuff to actually do other than this event, like, people would just be playing that instead, right? So I think yeah. the only reason why people are so focused on, like, the negative aspects of this event is just... That that's just, like, a telltale sign of that this is, like, you know, we have to focus on this because there's nothing else to actually do. Mm -hmm. I think those are good closing words because we still have one more topic that we want to at least touch on. 
And um, that is the video and stuff that is upcoming on Tuesday. Nas, what do you think they're going to reveal? Character information or also the game mode or? I mean, I, well? I would assume this this kind of reeks of like the same shorter style of video and stuff that they just hit us with for uh, launch and Yamcha, where it was like four minutes long, and they just like here's a couple new characters it's... and here's a little bit of news. Like, I have a feeling that they're doing that as opposed to like a newsletter. I mean, it's more personable when they do it this way as opposed to like writing a text wall that we all have to read and posting it in the game or something. So uh, I would anticipate thousand day celebration announcements um, specifically because we know that the countdown, we're like experiencing the countdown timer to that celebration. So. Uh, I would anticipate maybe them showing the highlight units for the Thousand Day Celebration. If not that, maybe some of the lead-in stuff and then teasing some of the highlight units. Um, this is all going to integrate. I forget what date. What date is that Dragon Ball Games Battle Hour? Isn't that very it's soon? It's in March, I think. Okay, so that might line up more with like the anniversary stuff or Saiyan Day or something. But Yes, yeah, not anniversary, Saiyan Day, yeah. Um, so yeah, I would anticipate this, then they're just gonna reveal the Thousand Day stuff and this game mode, which I'm holding my breath because of that advantage that they talked about, but you know, maybe <laughs> it'll on. turn out to just be something that's really passive and it won't impact stuff very much. And I'm really hoping they find a way to make it fun. Like, that that's the main thing that I'm worried about. I, I want to enjoy, like, playing PvE. I mean, I enjoy getting the rewards right now, but, you know, that's only like... 50% of the PvE experience. Yeah. So you, you should have fun playing it and getting the rewards. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. Um, so hopefully it'll be a quick video and stuff. I do know that what we are planning to cover this live on 5.9, correct? Gresh, you're going to be there. We're going to do the same thing we did last yeah. time. Correct. Yeah. This should be on Tuesday. Yeah. So, Sorry. you know, everyone who's out in the chat right now, feel free to make sure you're followed because we will be covering this live and throwing out our opinions you know, some of, some of our criticisms and whatever on whatever they show off. But I do anticipate, again, it being, like, short. Two characters, maybe. Game mode, Thousand Day Celebration info. That's and, uh, you know, whatever quality of life stuff they may be working on. You know, alternatively, he's going to have you and the other dude on there. And it'll be, like, a, you know, a five-minute, ten-minute thing. But I think it'll be a short one, honestly. Well, keep in honestly. mind that for the last one that was short, they specifically said it was going to be, like, a two-minute long episode. Oh, in the post? Okay. Yeah, yeah yes. they did. So, so yeah, I, don't this this is, one... I don't think this is going to be a short one. I think it'll be a normal length one. Yeah, and that would, be, that would be cool if they actually like dive deep into the new mode and explain some of the mechanics to us so we're not kind of left in the dark over here. Like, if I don't want to have to criticize the game harshly because they explain it all, I would love that. So, so I, I sorry, did we cover the fact that it looks like there might be a Kid Goku? No. So that, what, from the thousand day login bonus, if you like zoom in super close, you can see Kid Goku flying on the Nimbus like very faintly in the lettering of the text, right? Is that what you're talking about, Prof? Yeah, I mean, we, we discussed, you it's know, hidden, the idea hidden. of the prof for dropping a new unit and giving everybody for a thousand days a copy of that unit. I mean, I mean, the fact that, all right, here's my immediate response to that. Uh, we got the V-Jump leaks, which DKP in them. And very rarely in this game, it does happen sometimes, but very rarely is there a banner with like only one brand new unit on it, right? So someone's probably going to compliment that DKP on a banner and V-Jump probably teased the regular sparking and not the Legends Limited, right? That's what I'm thinking. 
Is it really going to be an LF Kid Goku though? Because that's the same Kid Goku from the loading screen. And for yeah. all we know, it's just their cheeky way of saying, yeah, we're, we're loading into Thousand Days because they're part of the pre-celebration. Yeah. It's, I, f I feel it's, like people are taking everything for clues now. And at one point, they're also just over overreaching, yeah. you know? That's and I'm not fault, saying though. that. I wasn't they saying that it's guaranteed to be the Kid Goku. I just pointed out that that detail was hidden right there. and People found it. But... I still think someone's gonna come with DKP that the magazine's sure. not showing off. I mean, yeah, you guys are ignoring the obvious. What if DKP is the LF? Well, double LF, man. Come on, let's step it up. It's possible. I mean, they showed off Piccolo and a bunch of other Legends Limiteds in the V Jump, but. Well, we got. Well, we already have two Kid Kids, right? We got the EX blue one, and we have the uh, Zenkai yellow one. We also have the GT ones, if you consider them. Well, kind of. The main thing I'm getting at is with the uh, Yellow Future Gohan, and now we have another Yellow Future Gohan LF, which is essentially the exact same attacks and moment from the anime, just done better. I wouldn't put it past them to have that moment where he does the blast through done as a full LF animation. Like, yeah, I, I mean, totally see them doing that. Dude, that single like attack that he does is like top three like attack that he ever does in the series like that's like one of the most iconic shots ever like him like bursting through demon king piccolo yeah having like, the the azaru on the screen as he's flying yeah. through the air that they did that like, one pretty talk good about already. worthy scene that's like a top three scene in the entire series about what can be an lf it's already done pretty pretty well on the alt of the yellow one so I don't know how they're gonna, I mean, they just have to extend it by like three seconds and just add a bunch more effects to it, but it already looks pretty dang good, even on him. The the ultimate card on the red GT Goku is amazing. I, I think it's the red GT one where- Yeah, that's one where he does, does the dragon, same move. Yummy in. Yes. Yeah. It's the one he literally does the Super 17. It's literally the same move, but he turns around and then fires a Kamehameha back through the does hole. Does like that huge effect, kind of similar to like the Spirit Bomb Zorb Goku. With like that visual the effect. Mm hmm. Oh. Well, it looks like there's um, on the official V Jump site they actually talk about this Demon King Piccolo. I can do a live translation if we want to. What is that? Something that's been there for a few days, or? No, nah, it's just literally just posted. What, what does it say? Yeah, let's do it. Um, I'll give you, you the link. I'll post it in the outline. Yeah, something in that 5.9 exclusive. You only get the latest and greatest here, folks. <laughs> and as always, legendary commentator Ryudin stepping in. Yeah, okay, so... <laughs> That's all I have to have, add. Let me know when you have it pulled up and I'll go through it. Is this going to be the best SSJ3 partner yet? I have it pulled <laughs> up. If he buffs yellow and green, he may be. Yo, Nash, right, you, so... you kind of gimmicked all of our cameras. <laughs> Except his own. It's fine. It's fine. This is more important. Um, okay. right, so basically, this guy's Legends All Star banner is pretty. It was pretty expected that that was going to be the case. He's transforming unit goes from uh, old Demon King Piccolo to young, and then scrolling down. Whoa! They have the full card art on here already. This is going on Twitter. Yeah, hold on. Let me let me just take a look at this real fast. Nas knows how to get those likes. <laughs> Oh, he actually, he actually does require you to get a certain amount of Dragon Balls before he can transform. Oh, that's cool. Hey. Yeah, he does say oh, that. That's pretty sick. Oh, that art. So, oh my god, this so, looks so good. 
So it depends on the time that, that it elapsed, as well as Dragon Balls that you have. Uh, once he's transformed, he has damage up. Uh, and he, he gets card draw speed when he enters the battlefield. Um, let's see. He also draws cards when your enemy switches out when he's switched in. And he has a lot of combo potential. And that's pretty much all it says there. His Z ability is Dragon Ball Saga. Base blast attack and defense is what it says. That's There's so much info. Holy his God. first, Z, no, his first Z ability is that. That's yeah, okay. what it is. Have the second uh, one is not revealed. This much info from like, you know, like a V jump scan, like additional. No. Like usually they show like the V jump, then like we have to wait, right? Until yeah. Okay, so that's his Z ability at like when you first pull him. His Z ability at three stars goes to the same. So it's obviously blast attack and defense, but then it's also for regen. Yes. Six stars yes. picks up powerful opponent. Whoa. And that's it. That's that's powerful opponent. Triple. Oh, did we did, did he already go over the color? Or it doesn't say color, I don't think. I hope he's purple. I really hope he's purple. purple? Yeah, yeah purple would make the new Bohan new Bohan Buhan uh, immediately go to the bench, but Yeah, but also because I feel I feel like Regen needs a good purple because twenty one's been on the bench for a long time. Yeah, it doesn't say anything mm -hmm. about color or typing or anything like that. Well, if they, if they Zenkai to region unit, I want the purple Janemba to get it. But the uh, the fact still stands that, you know, Legends All-Star Banner, there's going to be at least one other new Sparky on there with him, so who can it be? I don't know. Maybe it's going to be Tambourine. It's, uh, that's who I would want, to be honest. Well, I mean, it's an All-Star Banner, so I, that's, that means there's probably not going to be an LF, right? They don't introduce no. new LFs on All-Stars. So, uh, and then he's, he's going to get the missions to get the six-star easily. I don't know. Watch him be yellow. Uh, oh, that would I, I be would so like terrible. See, uh, <laughs> mm, I think they're just gonna do a Kid Goku, honestly. One that's not like a Zenkai or anything from Dragon Ball. I feel like that's like a reality as well, because they want to just slap on some of the popular characters from Dragon Ball, right? Fair. Mm. After launching Yamcha, just to kind of strengthen the tag a little bit more. Yeah, that's true. I didn't even consider that. Yeah. So, um, are we expecting this one to drop on Wednesday? Or yeah, maybe. Or Honestly, March. this might be who they talk about in the legend uh, video and stuff, because I think in the past, uh, like non-reveal and stuff, specific ones, they've only done Legends All Star characters. Mm. Okay, not fair. Well, I mean, there's still a possibility of the kid coup, just not related to any banner. But I think that's the worst case scenario if it truly is a thousand day gift. Could be. All right, I think um, this wraps up the podcast portion of the podcast. No, I'm kidding. So we're going to take a quick break, and uh, we're going to go to questions right after. If you want your question on the podcast, make sure to follow us on Twitter or um, join our Discord and put your questions there. We have a Twitter thread uh, Friday before the podcast. And with that said, uh, we'll be back in three minutes. Now you, you finally get your ads, chat. So relish them. Enjoy them. Breathe oh, yeah, them dude. in deeply yes. through your nose like a spring mountain air. Yes. Um, the first question, okay? So this is our question segment. Y'all should hopefully be pretty familiar with our podcast format. After the break, we take questions from Twitter, from Facebook, from Discord, and as well from any donations or, uh, you know, subs that come through on the Twitch itself, which is the case today, which is why there's nothing to display on screen, but Super Saiyan Chum Chum 
resubbed for two months with Prime. Of course, Twitch Prime, not a crime. Thank you, gentleman and the scholar. And he asks thoughts on the idea of Legends Limited units having three unique passives instead of two to help differentiate them from just the standard sparking rarity. Uh, what, what do you think, Grash? You're extremely well versed in the balancing of this game, so start start with you. Yeah. Um, they could. Uh, I just think they they try and just cram in so many like things to their two already existing unique abilities. I mean, we we can go look at like Vegeta Blue. Like, how long is his unique ability? It's like seven paragraphs long. Uh, this kid Boo gets what ninety percent damage in one of his unique abilities. So they don't need to give them another unique ability. I think more so than doing that, they just need to add more stuff or more effects to their already existing unique ability. Um, I think reserving those two for Zenkai's is fine. Oftentimes, with those unique abilities for Zenkai's, we see like very, very minimal effects. Like, I think, uh, like literally one of Beerus's unique abilities for Zenkai is just locks one card slot. Like that, that's the whole unique ability. So, I, I don't know. I think they don't need to just add another one. They could just fit in more stuff in the ones that they already have. Yeah, I mean that's exactly what I was gonna say. If you you actually read Vegeta Blue's kit or UI's kit, it feels like they've got an extra sprinkle of something in there every single time, you know. And so if they really accentuate them and they, they also the, the defining factor in my opinion should be their platinum items. They they can have a lot of fun with the platinum and platinum awakening as a way of uh, buffing the unit post release without zinkying it. And you also you can look at the units like LF Goten. And they have a really, really interesting Platinum Awakening, right? So they, they could have a little bit more fun with those items. I mean, everybody memes that Gogeta Blue deserves card draw speed. Well, that's exactly the kind of place you could give it to him uh, and have it really feel special. And that's something that only a uh, Legends Limited unit would receive. But you got to start using UI Goku as your example, Gresh. His passives won't even fit on the screen. Where Vegeta uh, yeah. <laughs> Blues did, UI Goku's yeah. won't even fit on the screen. It's because the unique gauge thing is like, oh, he could do this with them. He can't do this. Yeah. Like so many this, different things. This takes up like seven lines right here. But well, that that unique gauge is the pinnacle of how a Legends Limited unit should feel. Like the, not everybody should get the unique gauge, right? And that this unit has a, a specific thing that only he can do in the game. I I think that's kind of stuff they should focus on. I agree. I mean, they don't necessarily have to have a third one if they just reorganize some of it better. Or, I mean, and some characters, like we just discussed, Vegito Blue, UI Goku, already seem like they have a third one just in here with everything else. Like, look at, like they said, look at this. All this is one passive right here. And you compare that to what Gresh said about Beerus, where he's got a passive that's just one line. Or you compare it to some of the older year one characters that just have like two sentences in here, and that's it. So maybe just adding more to the newer ones. Or, I mean, the only other alternative would be to take some of this out. Like, there's no reason why they couldn't take this part out right here and make it its own third passive, right? Because like, it's different. Applies this fall, affects itself when the battle starts. He gets all this... And then this is applies self, affects itself according to number of timer counts. This could be a different passive right here. It doesn't need to fall under this, but that's just how they wrote it. Are there any awkward EX or hero units in the game that have the third passive? It only is the stuff that influences like the drop rates on certain events. That's the only 
third passive that I think we've ever seen in the game. It's like Spirit Bomb Goku only has one passive? Besides Zenkai, of course. Might be all of my wires crossed. I can't think of any units that break the two. Yeah, so the Spirit Bomb Goku, the free one, only has one passive. And he's the only unit that uh, I can think of that breaks the trend of getting two. Right, chat, you can correct me if I'm wrong. Nat had three. I'm what, about to look at that right now. His non-Zenkai version. The yellow one? Or just the, the red one? Nappa? Has only Which two, one? and there's oh. only two sentences. Lucy's saying that, but I, I, there might have been another unit that breaks that mold, but... I, like, I, I, I think the best place they could make the Legends Limited units feel special is going to be the plot items. But, yeah. I don't know. I wouldn't, I wouldn't want them to get too, too much. Then you're going to get a Vegito Blue situation every time they come out where this is just obviously the best unit and they're... There's no argument to be had. You just run this unit, right? And then they get to Zenkai, and then they get two more passives, so they have five passives. <laughs> three, what are you talking about? Oh, yeah, well, one of them, you just... What? What? You get one of <laughs> three and six. What are you talking about? You gotta make them feel extra special. Yeah. But, no, I, I think... You know, Gresh is probably the only one among us that actually uses these at their full power. But in LBR mode, like... You know, people like to joke on Gogeta Blue, but he feels extremely powerful at working stuff for me. Yeah, yeah. He, he, he is, he is, yeah. He, he's a completely different monster. <laughs> so maybe, you know, we got we to gotta take our perspectives because the whales out there, you know, are getting a different experience right now. And these probably do feel very, very, very premium. Um, I can only imagine what a 14-star Kid Boo feels like right now. So, yeah. We'd have to see. I, I think their current system pretty pretty works. Yeah. Uh, when you I, include well, equipment as well, I mean, yeah, I think so too. They just stagger. If there was a formula that you knew, okay, the unit came out three months later, they're getting their plot item. But like Vegeta Blue is still just sitting here, like, what's up? <laughs> and Maja Vegeta's got his new item, and so transforming like units. This is responding to chat. Transforming units don't have any extra passives than regular units either. Most of the time, the transformation passive is the same as the one before. It just has bigger numbers attached to it, or like um, one extra sentence added to it. So some are different. Some are different. But, so yeah. like with Kid Goten comes to mind. Like he has passives that are tied to the first transformation. I believe Piccolo is another unit. No, Piccolo's might translate directly over it as a buff. But I know some of units literally have their kits change. Uh, no, Piccolo, I think you want to start his regen or something like that before you transform. Um, you guys that are regen base can correct me in chat. But uh, there are some units that when they transform, they they get a different set. And that that's what they're talking about. That would be a, a pseudo third passive, if you would. Hmm. Oh, well, usually it's just an upgrade to their pre-existing ones. So that would be pretty well, rare. So Here's one that comes to mind uh, that I actually had to play with and not transform for a while is yellow transforming Gohan. Not Gohan, but Gohan. Because you want to eat two hits before you transform on him, right? But that's a passive that's tied to his first ability. Oh, yeah, yeah, where he, his damage scales up and he doesn't have that after he transforms. Exactly. So that's a situation where you do have the, the pseudo third. Uh, I guess where you could say really similar matters. stuff about like the revival cell, too. But... Uh, revival cell, yeah, he gets a whole new uh, blue and green card. Um, so, you, you do play differently with him, but I think his his main kit stays the same. I haven't really dived into him honestly. 
But, Both, uh, yeah. He gets those permanent buffs if you use his green card and stuff and main before he dies and comes back. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah. So it, it's kind of like Piccolo. I think Piccolo gets like a 60 timer count heal if you pop a green or land a blue card before a uh, transform, something like that. But yeah, I mean, I like that a lot. Um, another situation where transformation mattered was uh, Super Saiyan 3 Gotenks, the red one. So you get a bunch of key when you transform. And if you wait to activate that, you can just pop a blue at the end of a combo. You just out of nowhere. Or you can, you know, be out of key and swap into him and just immediately snipe someone across the field. So I know I like it when they make the transformation mean something and not just the Oonga Boonga button. Mm. All right, I think uh, I think we'll have time for one more question. And that question comes from our public Discord from Monk Pirate. And the question is, what things would you guys like to see in the quote-unquote near future guild update? I think Grand Cross has done a good job with their guild system and uh, Legends could learn a thing or two from it. How is their, yeah, how is their system? I'm not too informed on the Grand Cross uh, guild system. I guess if nobody is, we can also just ignore that part of the question, I guess. Yeah, I don't, I don't know. I'm not, I don't play Grand Cross either. I, I, I know, I know what I do know from being in a Discord where a bunch of people did play, just to illustrate for non-Grand Cross players, is like, there's like a daily check-in system. People have to, like, actually check in. They can, like, donate resources to the guild to, like, up rewards that you get and stuff like that. So it's like, there's much more active participation in, between the members of the guild because you actually have to, like, cooperate to meet certain goals and stuff like that right oh, and then you get um, yeah just to further elaborate on that so like uh chat feel free to roast me on this but i play uh tap titans 2 in my free time and i have um i have a guild system there and what you have to do for that which uh basically does exactly what you just said nos and that was uh your guild members which can be up to 50 would have to log into the game do their five dailies for five tickets and so you would, that would be like five times 50 you could get in a day if everyone did it that day. And then when you reach a certain amount, you can challenge a raid boss. That's how that works. Yeah. And you can also send clan crates and stuff. Yeah, so it's just basically much more active participation between the members of the guild. In Legends, you don't, other than like using guildmates to conveniently farm raids like there is no necessary interaction between what, what do you mean mates. the cheering system where you can give people one energy three times yeah. a day is how that many amazing? times you get that energy too, <laughs> how many times have y'all and this isn't just listed to you guys in here but also to the chat but how many times have you guys gone into the guild log seen that someone's pulled a unit and then you went in and reacted to it with a message how many times <laughs> Zero. I just found out that was a feature like two weeks ago. Yeah. If if they because one, one thing my guild and I actually had some fun with is when they did the guild battle and we didn't go after the collector's points because like we're not whales we can't really go after this. But Are the there? one we did go after was the battle points. That was the true measure of I played more than you. I did more PvP than you. I did whatever. Right. And so. That was kind of fun rallying everybody together and saying, hey, man, you said you would do this. Get on it kind of deal. Right. And uh, we all kind of had some fun doing it. And so if they had repeating rewards with each season, right, if you were the top, you know, battle points and it was actually a significant thing like we were expecting to be able to, you know, pretty much clean out the guild shop every time it reset kind of deal because we're getting so many of those points because the guild shop's actually pretty cool. You get a bunch of racers you get a bunch of coins whatever mm -hmm. but it feels like it's such a slow trickle that you, ju you just want to forget about it you just collect your coins that you get you don't really care about min maxing either way 
Um, if you're a guild that goes for the gold border, then you're probably just doing your adventures constantly and making sure you farm that raid. But I think if we were encouraged through the chase a specific category, like the battle points, collectors, if like you're a whale guild and you just know everybody's going to hit every banner, so you've rallied oh, all the troops inside that boring. guild together. Well, you say it's boring, but they're going to do it. Oh, your idea started off well, but then you had to make it about paying for summons. No, they need to make it like different goals. Like kill, your guild has killed like five thousand regeneration characters this season, or something like that. Like not. No, I just want communication more. in guilds, personally. You like, can uh, toggle. That's what I'm saying. Where you can message, like, hey, do your adventures. Don't forget, guys, or something like that. Most people in the chat didn't even know that you could go into your guild's log and react to things with messages. Like, I just like, we all use Discord at this day and age, and why am I going to swap screens for Legends when I could be playing my match when I could be sitting in a call like we are right now, or? Game my alerts typically on well my simple answer is, for my that guild is filled with like uh <sighs> people that are subbed to my channel stuff that i don't have personal contact with so uh, it would be nice to be able to contact them through that because i don't have personal contact with them beyond all that to answer what prof just said uh the reason why they're not going to do that is because they want your eyes glued to the game they don't want you going to discord and looking at that they would want you to stay in the game and if they do everything possible to facilitate you not having to leave the game like a better social infrastructure then that just equates to more uptime for them on their game now undoubtedly you have a computer you could like play the game and be in discord at the same time and stuff but ideally they just want as your eyes glued to the screen as much as possible I'm, I'm in a Dragalia guild, and I played that for quite a bit, and their their guild function is completely fleshed out to the point where we can message, coordinate, do everything, send rallies. Nobody uses it. Nobody. No, none of the guilds I've ever been in has actually used that function. It sounds like it sounds like that's the missing key, but it's actually much simpler. It's the auto-rejoin button. It's something like that the game really needs. It doesn't need a more fleshed out guild chat. Um, I just... I don't know, for, for me, if I could actually pick a guild feature to pertain more to the question on what I would love the, the final thing to be added, they've said that you can't do guild versus guild PvP due to the fact that, I mean, we already have queuing issues with people across time zone, right? Imagine trying to queue people for guild PvP especially, right? So what they should do is have a time zone, like literally like a power hour, if you would, right? And have like maybe three of them that happen a day and that you can all queue during that and fights for that you are representing your guild and then you can get an aggregate amount of points for going into that i would love a literal guild battle that's what i was about to say like guild battle but instead of it being limited to you fighting the specific guild that you're rivaling you just go into guild battle mode and you're fighting other guild people doesn't matter what the hell guild they're in you're just fighting people that are representing their guild and you get guild points yeah, just have like a, a, a guild thing where you pre-register before you go in. That way dead guilds aren't being like, you know, seated or whatever. But it wouldn't even matter. They, all they got to do is take the same thing how the, the PvP button gets replaced during uh, LBR and have that happen for uh, the guild battle. And then when you go in, if you're in a guild, you can queue in and you're representing your guild at that point. You're getting points for your guild. It doesn't matter which guilds you're up versus. And you can PvP as much as you can during that hour and have it happen like three I times don't a even day. Have a time or, gate, just have it available all day. Oh, yeah, you could actually probably just give tickets. Yeah, every everybody gets tickets actually. That way uh, you don't have people literally grinding it. And then it's going to feel somewhat fair. But I don't know, you still might have a wicked long queue if you do it where it's not unlimited.
my issue with that is like I played this other game called Marvel Duel, and they had essentially Hearthstone, basically. And you know how Hearthstone has the arena mode where you can do the draft, the draft deck building, and fight people in that special arena. Well, in the Marvel game, that specifically was limited to two hours a day, and it, they picked like noon to two p.m. And I was never available to do it. I never even got to play it one time because I was just never available at that time. So if they only pick, they'd have to pick like three times a day where it would be up for like two or three hours. Otherwise, Our current LDR system already does that, right? It has like a two windows tickets, or three yeah, windows a day that it opens up. That's yep. super annoying. Yeah. I don't want to see more of that with the tickets. I just, well, I'd the rather... issue. Go I'm sorry. The only issue I have with LDR is everybody's a freaking jader. Like half my matches, I get to the end and then the, the, the dude decides he's going to disconnect to try to save himself. And so it's like, you get really invested in the fight. You're sweating because you're not a cheater and you could lose this. And then the dude ejects the last moment and you're like, really? Uh, <laughs> are we I, talking about like the battle royale thing or battle yeah, royale? LPR, that was my yeah. biggest issue with it is that I'm being punished because this dude's about to lose. And so he says, we both lose. Get out of here. <laughs> that happened to me three times in a row. Three times. Yeah. Hey, same, same. And it, it's, 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 all these Timmy's running around and they, they don't want to accept that they lost one of their cr chances at Chrono Crystals. And I swear it's because they put the Chrono Crystals on the line and that everybody's like panicking at the idea that they might not get max rewards if they keep taking L's. All right, I think um, that's gonna kind of wrap it up for today. Um, we have already uh, have a pretty long, I think probably the, pro the longest podcast that we had so far. Um, we have a video out right now on YouTube, so head on over there and check out our um, reaction to your fanmade Zenkai Ella Frieza um, kits. We have three people reacting, and of course, uh, Goresh is one of those, because who better to react to Ella Frieza than the homie himself? Yeah, uh, which yeah, I can't said, even, can you imagine if he got a Zenkai? It's ridiculous. Like. <laughs> <laughs> I can see the excitement right there. Uh, <laughs> and yeah, with that said, um, we hope that you have a good week. Uh, make sure to stay tuned for also more League and stuff and other content on our YouTube channel. And we will be back here a week from now with episode 23. And we hope you're safe. And uh, yeah, until the next time. Take care, everybody.